you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're gonna be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch, good night, bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. The road to revolution is is complete. It's the last stop. It's the last, it's last stop, stop I guess, now. Uh, we had the go-home show for AEW Revolution, mm-hmm. and uh looks to be a stacked, stacked show. We're going to be doing live reactions to that this Sunday, starting at probably 4, because I think that's when the kickoff is starting. Uh, yeah, Pacific, that'd, that'd be 7 right. Eastern. Uh, and uh, I thought it was a wildly entertaining show oh, tonight. Fantastic. But man, we Amazing. were, we it were was left. basically like a mini pay-per-view. We were left with a lot of questions tonight. We were. Uh, I mean, it w- yeah, it was like a mini pay-per-view. You had the, the giant there and, uh, and Shaq was in it. The Shaq match was kind of a pay-per-view match. I'm kind of surprised. It really was. I wonder it really if it was. does have to do with the NBA all-star game. This, I mean, this really should have been like a pay-per-view. Oh yeah. I'm Unless sure maybe Shaq TNT Shaq. wanted Shaq on their thing. Shaq maybe. is probably working the all-star game. Yeah. So they had yeah. to do it, uh, tonight. Um, yeah, yeah this exceeded every expectation I had for it. Yeah. Ever. It was, it was, a, it was a ton of fun. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it leaves some questions here. Uh, question number one, Larson, who is this mystery man that Paul White? Well, so there was an interview during the show. Shivani interviewed Paul White, formerly known as Big Show. Well, and he was hyping up the projects he has lined up with AEW. But then mm-hmm. he said something about at Revolution, a new. Hall said, of Fame a, level star is coming yeah. to AEW. He said, uh, "I'm going to prove. I'm going to show you how. Uh, like uh, my bona fides for my new job is color commentator. I got a scoop for you. Yeah, uh, maybe it's Scott Hall. Um, do I have a scoop for you? Uh, I, there's a Hall of Fame caliber talent who is going to be there, contracted at AEW Revolution. So I'd assume that means pens already been put to paper." Yeah, at that point, I, I hope it's not just him. That's always lame. that was my first thought. That, that was my first thought. That was going to be him. That he was going to be involved in a match somehow. Maybe he'll be in the ladder match, something like that. If he's going to be in the match, I'd be okay with that because I didn't. I wasn't expecting him to wrestle this early, but I guess like why not? Like he's you know he's contracted there. Um, but I mean, who else could it be? We've had some great names here in our live Twitch chat during the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Ken Shamrock. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Chris Hero is a favorite of mine. That mm-hmm. dude should be in any Hall of Fame, by the way. You got that right. Uh, you know, I don't know if you'd consider him a Hall of Fame, but certainly potential for future Hall of Fame guy, uh, Ethan Page, maybe. Yeah, and of uh, course you got the major names who are aren't currently affiliated with any wrestling promotion. You got Brock Lesnar, which it's going to take a pretty massive check to sign Brock Lesnar. Um, and then of course. You got Phil. You got CM Punk. You got CM Punk out there, too. I kind of doubt that they would announce or they would tease CM Punk in this manner or Brock Lesnar, for that matter. Um, So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I will. I will. I don't think it's Brock, first of all. Yeah. I will say, though, Brock and uh, Big Show have a pretty extensive history going back to the early odds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that was uh, Heyman turned on Brock and aligned himself with the Big Show, if I remember correctly. There's another name that people are bringing up here. So we also mentioned RVD uh, Mm -hmm. with Katie Forbes, of course. Definitely Mm -hmm. a future Hall of Famer. She is. But a lot of people are saying Kurt Angle as well. 
here in the chat. Oh, I've seen, I've seen Kurt Angle. I've hit, seen his name in Christian. Yeah, and Christian. Given yeah. that given that Edge is in WWE and Christian was in the Rumble, let's say it's an impossibility. I would just think, given the storyline potentials probably presented to him, if he wanted to wrestle and was given the opportunity to wrestle again, he probably would stay with WWE. I'm kind now. of curious why we haven't seen Christian yet. If if they were going to use him, you would have <clears> thought that maybe by now, but maybe they just have everything set for Mania, and they're like, hey, we don't want to really introduce a whole lot of new stuff before Mania. Um, so that that's a possibility as well. Um, so that was that. And then, of course... And then maybe this is related, but maybe not, and probably not. Who's the fourth man, brother? So Sean Spears returned after a fairly lengthy absence. He's been gone for a couple yeah, months now. He went and got a got a, his uh, mohawk bleached. I think it looks cool. I actually think it, it looks look really cool. good for him. Um, I wasn't a fan of like the mohawk before, but now that it's bleached, for some reason, I think it works. I don't know. This is me. Yeah, whatever. It does. No, uh, I, I agree. He took the he took the hood off. I'm like, oh, he looks great. Yeah, he looks cool, right? Um, so it's him, F, T, R. So there's three people. Uh, you have like a ton of horsemen with them. Uh, but obviously we are looking at active competitors. Do you think they have a fourth man in mind, given that they were so heavy ca- talking about the four horsemen? I mean, they have to have a fourth person now, right? You think so. And at this juncture, it you would think it needs to be a main eventer, you know? Mm-hmm. Because um, they got the tag team. Uh, I like Sean Spears a lot, but at this juncture in his career, he's a mid-carder. Um, so you need a made eventer. I'm dude. Okay. Yeah. I, I say this, dude, I say this, a marriage, so to speak of old school families, but without like an actual marriage involved. Cody. Yeah. Cody makes all the Cody sense in the world. Makes especially, tons of sense. Especially when he wins the ladder match on Sunday, heel <laughs> Cody can then feud with Darby Allen for that TNT title. There you go. Yeah. I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that'd be pretty crazy because like that nightmare family is huge, it's and maybe you can do like a split. Like maybe Dustin will be like, "Well, wait a second. Like our dad had lots of legendary battles with the Horsemen. We don't join with them." But then Arn's there in the Nightmare Family, and he obviously made his presence known. You know, doing this and then throwing this up and then walking yeah. away. That was rad. Yeah. That was cool. It was, kind of a, it was kind of a smirk on his face. I know, man. That was great. Tony Khan must love that stuff. Yeah. See, that's what the. One one of many things I really appreciate about AEW is their embrace of the world of wrestling outside itself and the acknowledgement of the history, the larger history of pro wrestling. Like AEW acknowledges that pro wrestling exists outside the company, mm-hmm, which is yeah. something WWE very rarely does. Like WWE would never bring Atsushi Onita onto their show. He was in that promo for Mox and Omega, and it was amazing. Yeah, I know. It's it's funny because for a company that wants that strives to be the destination for wrestling and even wrestling history, given that they they try to get as many tapes as they can for their library on screen, you wouldn't really think it because WWE is the end all be all of wrestling on WWE programming. Yeah. Yeah. The alpha and the omega, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting when I was doing the, uh, the Steve book, re- Steve books, WrestleMania stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming to youtube.com slash friendoville very soon. Um, I was looking at like, uh, you know, because these days we all know this is completely off topic, by the way. Uh, we always, you know, we acknowledge how great Bruno San Martino's run was back in the day. Right. And I was like, I wonder, wait, when did he retire? And what was his deal? Like why, you know, he was having matches in WWF. After WrestleMania one, he mm-hmm. was totally there. Like he was with David. Uh, he like, I think went with David to his corner at like WrestleMania one or two or something like that. He was totally in the company. He had like a match with uh, like Piper and like one of the, the house, the, the big house events that they had um, mm-hmm. in the years following. Like he had a bunch of matches there in the company, but you know, obviously it was so fresh off his legendary status that they didn't really use him as like a torch passing guy because he was so old at the time, but uh, but now yeah, I mean you're you're right. Like WWE, they they don't do that. It would be nice if they would acknowledge that kind of stuff a bit more. AEW leans really heavily into it, um, and I think it it adds quite a lot to the product. It does, it does. Well, I think from a storytelling perspective, like in a cynical manner, you can say, oh, them reviving the Four Horsemen, they're just trying to cash in on the name value of it. 
but you have Tully involved. Uh, it's obvious that the FTR guys are very fond of him. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like a cheap cash in. It feels no. like, and this is something that's been rumored for months and months and months, and they've been slow burning this whole thing, and maybe it won't amount to anything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But even though there's been rumors and such that there could be a, a, a new four horsemen, they have taken their time. They've here and there hinted at it. You know, I think Cody's talked about it in, in interviews before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, you know, granted going back to uh, an old legendary stable, it, it's not necessarily going to feel completely organic. Mm-hmm. They're doing their damnedest to make this feel relatively organic. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like that. I mean, seemingly Tony Khan has in my mind, he's got like, you know, a wall with a bunch of post-it notes, like sticky notes on it with like stories that they kind of start. It's like, hey, you know what? Every once in a while, he'll look at it. When can we pick this back up? You know, and tonight after Spears is gone for a long time, he comes back, helps out with this match. Tully gets the pin. Um, Great. And uh, and then it's like, okay. And then Arn comes out, throws up the four. And uh, and then, you know, it gets everybody speculating. Some people here saying Nick Aldis as NWA champion uh, mm. would be an interesting other name, given that uh, AEW is going to buy uh, NWA soon. Well, uh, there's one other <laughs> mystery that, that we need to, to consider, too. Mm-hmm. How did Shaq disappear from the ambulance? So Tony Schiavone, unless there was like some production mix up, they tried to to, to like you standing outside the wrong ambulance or something. I don't know. Um <laughs> Where he was like standing outside an ambulance, about to give us an update on on Shaq's uh, health following that table spot, opens the ambulance and is empty. Mm-hmm, yeah, I mean that's got to be something. Hmm. Is there somebody with magical powers who's going to debut on uh, on April on March seventh here? What's on the Undertaker status? Oh, that's right, he's signed oh, for think, like thirty years. Yeah, he signed probably for the rest of his natural. He's life. got one of those machinima contracts for a billion years. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a C. He's got a C contract. Yeah, yeah he's got a billion this, year deal. The Scientology shit going there. <laughs> oh man, let's hop into this, man. We kicked sure. off with uh, Cody and Red Velvet versus uh, awesome. Shaq and Jade Cargill. <laughs> yeah, this was like we kind of figured. Uh, this was set up for Jade Cargill to. It was sort of a showcase match for her, wrapped up in a celebrity showcase match. Uh, Shaq, who for some reason was having problems with his eyes early on, he was like crying at one point, not actually crying. It looked like, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe we'll find out at some point, but Shaq's eyes looked, they looked like they were irritated and like something had gotten in them. Maybe it was the wind blew the smoke from the pyro or something. You speculated that maybe. Yeah. But, and then at one point, I thought he might've just been a little nervous. He's Shaq. He didn't get nervous. Uh, he comes out and like at, at one point his eyes started tearing up, but then he seemed to get a little bit looser once that issue was settled. But mm-hmm. man, he started he started out be just beating the crap out of Cody. Yeah. Uh, Jade comes in, man, talk about somebody who looks like a superstar. Man, uh, she's throwing red velvet around, does some pushups. Red velvet's I, really good. Yeah, red she velvet's is really good. She is she's really good. I love the showboating. I love heels that showboat like this because she throws red velvet around, does some pushups. At one point, she had the figure four locked on and she was flexing. She was flexing. That was great. That was great. Uh, at one point, Shaq is down uh, near the uh, so uh, red velvet tries a fun splash. She eats a fallaway slam instead. Pretty impressive spot from Jade Cargill. At one point, Shaq he's down there on the floor and he sort of backs up, and Austin Gunn like hits him with a chair. Shaq turns around just annoyed, like throws him over the barricade and he throws somebody else. I forget who it was. I think it's another uh, uh, another uh, of Billy Gunn's kids. I thought the, the second oh. person had last name of Gunn too. Oh, another gun club guy. Okay. Yeah, because they're, they're Nightmare Family, I think. They're Nightmare gun Family, club is. yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, let's see here. Then we have, oh yeah, so with, with all that going on, uh, there's a big, you know, Cody goes down there, Jade goes down there, and then uh, Red Velvet hits this huge moonsault off the top fl- to the Great. floor and to everybody. That's when we get the figure four spot, uh, mm-hmm. but Red Velvet's able to reverse the pressure, of course, then the, the, the pain goes back to the person who ri- who originally put on. reverses the pressure back. It gets reversed back, exactly. Uh, and then uh, well, Red Velvet sets up a couple tables on the outside, 
Uh, shockingly, she is not the person to go through them, though, as usual wrestling convention would dictate. Uh, <laughs> Cody and Shaq are back in. Shaq hits an amazing powerbomb. He did a little uh, Brody Lee tribute before it, too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that powerbomb was great. It was great, but Cody came back pretty quick with an eye poke. He slammed Shaq. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, he tries to pin him, but Shaq just throws him off like he's nothing. Uh, the women come back in. They trade some strikes. Jade hits a, a really nice-looking spine buster. Cody breaks that pin, and Cody leaps at Shaq, and they go through the tables. It was awesome. It was fantastic. It was, it was really good. Uh, while that's all being sorted out, Red Velvet hits Jade with a spear, gets two, Arn uh, coaches up Red Velvet a little bit. She's looking for a slam. Jade esca- escapes that, gets a glam slam to get the win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really fun. Tons of fun. Yeah, it was it was a blast. Uh, after that, we had uh, okay. So next up, I have inner circle press conference. When was the Shack ambulance oh, thing? Because I actually so that was next. So we okay. come back from commercial and Tony, you missed the 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 Pack Ray Phoenix match then. How did it I was miss- super short? Who- you missed that. It was about a minute and a half long. It was super short. Oh my god! Wow. So uh, so come back from commercial. Tony's standing in front of the ambulance. He says, "I'm here, provide an update on Shack." Uh, he's in this ambulance. EMTs loaded into it, loaded him into it. He opens the door, and it's absolutely empty. There's nobody inside. And no he was, EMTs. Nobody. I'm assuming, so I actually, I actually missed this. Yeah. Was he weirded out by it? He was confused. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm glad he didn't they like sold. no sell it. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if, if that was meant to be a story beat. Everything. Yeah, it con- seems seems like it. It seems like it was. So <laughs> then after that, we had a tag match. A uh, pack. Ray Phoenix taking on John Schuyler, who uh, has been in NXT a few times. Mm-hmm. And I didn't catch the name of his of his partner. Mm. Uh, anyways, about 90 seconds, Pack and Phoenix absolutely demolished him. Uh, they didn't like the other team didn't get any offense off, off whatever, whatsoever. Uh, Pack hits a 450. Phoenix follows with the driver to get the win. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's the, the Chris Jericho MJF press conference. Uh, Dash is hosting. First question, you can't really hear it. Yeah, um, and mic issues tonight. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a guy from Ble- uh, Bleach Barstool. Or Barstool, Barstool, sorry, Barstool. Yeah, Barstool. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I think the question was, what are the tag titles? What would winning the tag titles mean to Chris Jericho? Jericho right. says, everyone knows I am the champion. It's not just a catchy name. It's the truth. It's been a year since I lost AEW championships. Time I won a title. And along with all my other accolades, I'm also a seven-time tag champ. He's done it with some of the best names in the business, including Dwayne and Paul White, but none of them are better than MJF. Ooh, next, next question. Conrad! Man, popped. Yeah, this is great. I popped. I popped big time for Conrad. Uh, not as much as for J.J. Dillon, though. He said, uh, he said, uh, chat me up. What are the odds of letting Sammy back in in the inner circle? And they both immediately just get so steamed at Conrad. I believe MJF referred to him as turkey tits. That's uh, correct. You know, all Jericho sorts calls of... calls him fathead. Calls him fathead. I love Conrad. He is the best. Conrad is amazing. So they both just, absolutely amazing. They, I mean, they essentially just get mad at him and tell him to leave. Jericho wants nothing to do with Sammy Guevara. He says, uh, don't even say his name. So Eric Bischoff is next from the eighty-three weeks podcast. No, there's one other guy. There's one other guy. Oh yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, dude yeah, from yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So the, he asked, "Why did you attack?" Papa Buck. Bischoff's question was kind of similar. He said, why did you attack Papa Buck? And MJF said, well, he attacked my best friend Jericho. What we did was self-defense. And if you think that's bad, wait till we get our hands on the Young Bucks. It wasn't our idea, though. And then Santana pipes up and he said, Young Bucks, did you think it was a good idea to bring your bitch-ass pops here? (laughs) He said, do better. So then we get slimy Bischoff. And uh, Bischoff says, do you know the condition of Papa Buck? And in your list of stupid ideas, where does motivating the Bucks to this degree rank? Which is a great question. It is a great question. Uh, so Jericho, I forget Jericho's answer to this because soon afterwards the Bucks came down. Yeah, so Jericho tells him to shut his mouth. They don't know or care about Papa Buck's condition as far as the Jacksons go, and that's when the Young Bucks music hits. They walk to the stage. Nick says, uh, you know, we knew they'd hurt. you'd hurt us. You'd hurt our friends. We never thought you'd hurt our dad, you made it personal. And Matt Jackson, I think just about gave the promo of his career here. It was really uh, says, good. It was really good, really heartfelt. Says uh, his dad, their dad is the greatest father in the world, taught them everything they know, uh, compassion, faith, family, love. He did everything Jericho and MJS fathers obviously failed to do. 
Uh, he says that he taught them to dream big and we couldn't afford to put them through college. He built them a ring in the backyard. And is that DIY spirit is what created the Young Bucks, that created Being the Elite, and maybe even this company. Without their dad, there wouldn't be the Young Bucks. There probably wouldn't be an AEW. Uh, he says, then, uh, MJF, you'd probably still be unemployed, living with your parents, waiting for a callback from Rosie O'Donnell. He says, Jericho, you'd probably be jerking the curtain tonight at the Performance Center. Uh, but they said the their father also told them to stand up for themselves. Even when you know you might get your ass kicked, they super kicked Jericho and MJF. Santana and Ortiz go after him. Brandon Cutler's out. The refs uh, come out. Jerry Lynn comes out to try to break it up. Uh, Nick takes uh, Ortiz up to the stage. Good Brothers are out with a table set up, put Ortiz on top. Meanwhile, uh, after that, Gallows goes down the floor. and helped, I think it was Santana that was on the other table. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then so Nick does a swanton off the top of the tunnel, puts Ortiz at the table. Uh, Matt drops an elbow through, I believe, uh, Santana on the other table that was situated ringside. Mm-hmm, yeah. Man, I'd be totally down for Jericho to be in NXT. That'd be rad. Uh, after that, we had a really cool uh, Mox Kenny video package. You know why it, it was so cool, Larson? Because it. It, it had, had a show needed. It deathmatch legend, FMW legend, amazing, amazing. It's sushi the footage in there, B-roll. Oh, amazing. It was great. It was great. Pop, massive pop for Larson. He basically just said he really likes this match for these guys. Yeah, <laughs> but my, uh, little, my only note for this is hell yeah, they got Onita. I know. That's, I've got in all caps at Sushi Onita. Man, we got to we got to we got to we got to learn up on FMW, man. I want to be like the guy. I, we should start like a Church of Josie type thing, but, but just FMW. for FMW. Yeah. See, like I've seen some of some of Onita's stuff. Um I used to have a a a death match, a Mick Foley death match tape. Yeah. From some of his tours in Japan. Rad. Um So I, I don't know if I, you know how much of that was FMW of any of it, but you know like that particular genre not that I'm like super familiar with, but some of the names like Tarzan Goto, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Onita, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Leatherface, mm-hmm. um, you know, those are names I'm somewhat familiar with from that scene. We've seen a couple of them. We saw the sickle match. We saw the one where they had the, the casket match with the fire involved. That was every it, they it, they would just it was just too much all the time. Yeah. They just trying yeah. to do too much. They never stopped. Yeah. yeah, just chill. Yeah, we need to get back. Given that we're like you know OG. XPW fans, I feel like we need to get back to our deathmatch uh, roots, man. I mean, I'm fine. Fu- I'm fine learning more about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then we'll ever we'll do watch-alongs for CZW deathmatch uh, mm-hmm. tournament of death or whatever oh, they call gosh. it. What do they call it? Tournament of death, right? Yeah, tournament of death. Yeah. I don't know if my stomach can handle it either. Yeah, no. So apparently, Foley was just an IWA. I don't see anything on Wikipedia about him being an FMW. Nice. Uh, all right. After that, we had FTR and Tully. Who came out with his NWA title and JJ Dillon uh, and a fancy suit, uh, and then uh, uh, the Jurassic Express in a match, and uh, oh, this great. this was a ton of fun because Tully looked like he was having the absolute time of his life. I mean, dude, how great is it? Tony Khan gives these old timers like so much proper respect. You know, I'm, I know. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to dog him, but it's like. Damn, dude! Can you do something else with your with legends besides like have Randy Orton talk shit to them? I know. <laughs> like, I know. Can you, is there any other way they can use legends over there? That other company, like that, that actually isn't, that isn't disrespectful. <laughs> well, there's two ways. Either it's disrespectful to the legends, or kind of disrespectful maybe to current talent. There's no middle ground. <laughs> you yeah, know? right. Because he got Goldberg there too. That, that beats Bray. You know, he beats Bray Wyatt. Why? It shouldn't yeah, be right. happening. Yeah. It shouldn't be happening. Yeah. It shouldn't be happening at all. Um, and then, yeah, then you have, you know, like, heck, the last time Big Show was on WWE television. Randy Orton pucked him out hard. I know. Hard. I know. It was all There's, like, no middle ground. Hard. Like, hey, how about this? You use legends, whether they can still wrestle or not, to help elevate talent on the roster now. Yeah, yeah and they do, like, Legends Night, which you think is supposed to be, like, a celebration, but it's just them hanging out literally, like, around catering. <laughs> <laughs> just so, random little vignettes and little conversations. Yeah. And they all go out in the ring at the end. Oh, they get to, oh, IRS gets a bit with our truth. <laughs> That's great. I love our truth. Like I, I have IRS with this kid because we know they're related. I know. Exactly. At least give like a wink and a nudge or something. I know. Anyways, enough bitching. 
Yeah, they actually do treat. They they treat. <laughs> Kaufman says, and Ric Flair maybe sleeping with a woman his daughter's age. He's like the one they actually treat with respect. Uh, after that, that's actually true. They actually do treat Rick pretty well. For the most there. part, yeah. 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 You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So this match was a lot, this match was actually excuse me really really good. Yeah, no, this was tons of fun. I love when Tully teased a suicide dive and then you know did a strut, strutting around, start strutting instead. Great, uh, Luchasaurus great. looked like he had some new gear, or at least new to me. It looked amazing. Uh, he had the uh, the double German suplex thing to FTR, great. but then ends up posting his shoulder on the ring post there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tully uh, with his patented slingshot suplex on Marco great. Stunt. Uh, Lucha, he even took a bump here, not a back bump, but Luchasaurus hit a spin kick on Tully. He went down. Well, he they, teased the choke slam first. He's like, "No, nah, I can't do it. I can't do that." Too. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they hit uh, Jurassic Express, hit the Thoracic Express for two on one of the FTR guys. Yeah, uh, uh, Jungle Boy's looking for a dive. Yeah, and that's when Cameraman ran in. Masked Cameraman. Well, I guess not really masks. Just look like product because they all have masks on. Everybody's a mask yeah, yeah, man now. Yeah, but he had this hood up, so I guess it was to conceal his identity. Yeah. So he runs in the way of a Jungle Boy suicide dive, and then he decks uh, Luchasaurus, I believe, with Dylan's shoe, because that's one thing they teased earlier that uh, Dax hit uh, Jungle Boy with JJ Dylan's shoe. That's a throwback. Um, FTR and Tully hit that assisted pile driver to get the win. Tully pinned Luchasaurus. Tully in this match. pinned Luchasaurus. So this camera dude gets in the ring. It's Sean Spears with blonde mohawk. He looks great. They're all celebrating in the ring. Uh, Aaron wanders out of the tunnel, kind of gives him a nod, throws up the four. Yeah, smirks a little bit and walks away. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice little moment right there. It was, it was. And Tully, you know, gives him the, the horseman sign back, it looked like. Mm-hmm. So after that, mm-hmm. so Shivani's kind of hanging out on the other side of the tunnel. Uh, he comes out for an uh, interview with Paul White. Uh, when J.J. Dillon walks by, he tells Tony, it doesn't get any better than what you just saw. And Tony says, yeah, you don't get paid extra for for, for saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that, pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. White Brownie here in chat brings a good point. This is when Slater fought a bunch of legends every week. I remember people shat on them. Yeah, that is that was actually kind of cool. Like Sid coming out and squashing Slater. That was actually kind of cool. There was a story they were trying to tell with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just lately. Well, I, I mean, that was like, what, five years ago? That was a while ago. It was a while ago. Um, so uh, he introduces Paul White. Um, Paul says, uh, hey, raise your hand if you saw this turn coming. 
Yeah, made, joke a, there. made a little gag there. He made a little, made a little funny. Uh, says he's incredibly happy to be in AEW, starting out on TNT back when he was had long hair and and nothing but promise or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and gets a chance to come back after all this time to work with all the amazing talent in AEW. Mentioned that he decided to do some color commentating on uh, 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 with Shivani, mm-hmm. and to prove he's taking it seriously, does he have a scoop for you? This Sunday, AEW is bringing in a Hall of Fame-worthy competitor. Uh, it says they'll be in the building. They're contracted. I, 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 I tune in to find out who they got. And I'm telling you now, just to know, just so you know, I knew in advance. It'd be kind of a cool thing if it was Angle, right? Like Angle's kind of the biggest name they could get, I would think. He's also yeah, got. Was... Is, isn't he part of the Conrad lineup of podcasts mm-hmm, now? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, adfreeshows.com. Yeah. Um, like in theory, Brock or CM Punk are technically available. Yeah, Angle makes a lot more sense though. Angle makes a lot of sense. Yeah, tons of. But them. he seemed he seemed pretty, con- you know, like the interview, the few interviews I've read of his after his Mania match, it was like his idea to retire from from entering competition. Yeah, but dude, I just saw some recently, and I don't know, I don't know where, like where he said it. He said he thought he was going to be coming back to WWE competing for titles. Yeah. So. He might still yeah, he have, have one last run. Yeah, yeah. He might still have something left in the tank. I, mean, dude, anybody who sees and granted, like when has, since Sting has come back, it hasn't been like barn burning. A lot of it's been a bit repetitious, but like he gets more respect in AEW than WWE gave him. I mean, David, look, yeah. they they gave him some respect, but like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, the way his his matches in WWE turned out, it was just kind of crappy, you know. Mm. Like the and, one match he won at WWE was a tag match. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, you have to look at that kind of stuff as somebody who's, you know, like a Kurt Angle and be like, man, that's like a you know, place where I want to be. Maybe he, he, maybe he'll, he sees what they're doing with Sting and it's like, okay, I could do a couple cinematic matches a year. I'm sure you know, Angle not too crazy on the bumps. Could, he could even do a couple normal matches a year. Oh, probably. You know? yeah, probably. Absolutely. Um, but you know, like the be there as a, a personality first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Wrestle three, four, five times a year, maybe. You know, a marquee events. Be there to build these storylines. Help get some young talent over. Boy, it's Booker, Booker T would be great. Oh man, could you imagine? This is the commentary team I want. I just want Booker T and Taz together on commentary. It'd be off the charts, man. Unlike, unlike Dark. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, Excalibur and Taz have such great. They're chemistry. great. They just are, make each other laugh all the time. They are great together. I know. It's like the number one reason to watch Dark. Uh, uh, next match. Oh, sorry. First, it's a recap of the women's tournament leading to the tournament final between Nyla Rose and Rio uh, Mizunami. Mm-hmm. Fun match. Oh, man. I was so hyped. I did not give uh, Rio Mizunami much of a chance here. But from the second she stepped foot in this tournament, oh, man. I was so happy. To see that three count go down tonight, uh, the finish saw her hitting a spear and a guillotine leg drop for three. But man, what a match! I like how they referenced the how she beat uh, yes. uh, Aja Kong. Yeah, exactly. Like she tried to do the same spot where where Nyla was on the outside, her head kind of against the apron. She hits the leg drop from the second rope onto the apron, looking for the count out win. Didn't work this time. Um, that was great. Uh, completely off topic. During the picture-in-picture, picture, they ran a trailer for an Inside the NBA documentary. Did you just notice that? No. It looked amazing. Oh, God. I want to see that. I know. How long has Inside the NBA been on? A while. Long time, huh? Ooh. Yeah, it's that, quite the Is that going to be uh, All-Star Weekend? Is that this weekend? Maybe. I thought it said it was going to premiere after a game. I didn't know when it was going to premiere, but I want to watch it. Anyways, back to this match because it was really good. Um. Yeah, they they referenced the the, the spot where Rio beat uh, Aja Kong didn't work out. Uh, Nyla Rose looks for a beast bomb. Rio blocks it. Hits this great look at exploder suplex. Uh, goes up top. Uh, Nyla goes up there. Hits a superplex for a two. Uh, Rio hits a German suplex. Then the spear. And then you mentioned the top rope leg drop to get the win. That she. This part was great. I love this. She gets in the ring. Presents her, uh, Rio with the trophy. <laughs> they shake hands. And then Rio just forearms her. And, and Sheeta laughs. She laughs because she like she, she 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 sells it. But then she laughs. And she's like, "Oh, it's gonna be like this, huh? This is gonna be fun." And they and start like, trading. Come on, hit me. Yeah, yeah. It was great. And then she, uh, Sheeta comes out ahead there, 
that was fantastic. This match should be really, really good. I am so looking forward to this match. This is great. Uh, after, after that, we had a Sting interview, um, and he was talking about coming back. He thought he was ready, and then two weeks ago, he found out the hard way that he wasn't when Brian Cage powerbombed him through that ring. He says, hey, Cage, I want to thank you for shaking off the rust. I feel like I'm ready for the street fight. Out walks Ricky Starks. He says every week they've been going back and forth, and last week he saw Sting tear this ring up, showed some fire, and Stark says, I'm mad enough to admit that Sting still has it, but I still stand behind what I said. You're no icon. And he slaps Sting. Sting decks him, hits him with a, uh, a splash in the corner, locks on the Scorpion Deathlock. Uh, powerhouse Hobbs and Hook get in the ring. They pull Starks out. Cage comes out too. Well, he's pulling up his pants constantly. Um, he's looking to hit uh, Sting with another power bomb. Darby runs out. Hops on Cage's back. When that happens, his pants just kept keep, kept on falling off, basically. <laughs> I was so distracted by Cage trying to pull his pants up. <laughs> Cage. Nobody wants to see. Nobody wants to see a knot. <laughs> <laughs> so Sting hits Cage with a splash. Darby follows missile drop kick. Team Taz flees. Nobody needs to see your rusty sheriff badge. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I really appreciate about that is that they had uh, Ricky Starks come out, not Taz. Giving him more time in the spotlight because mm-hmm. he's going to be a massive, massive star. You got that right. After that, we had that right. uh, El Numero 10 uh, versus uh, Max Caster. Uh, you know, Caster's a clever rapper, but sometimes like his, his raps are a bit on the tacky side. Like he, he made that reference about Lady Gaga's dog walker. That's messed up, man. Yeah. That fool got shot. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I know Scorpio's- he's a bad guy. I get it. He's a bad guy. But yeah, still, but, you know, it's kind of tacky. A little bit. Uh, Scorpio Sky was on commentary, definitely uh, with a, a new attitude. <laughs> yeah, man, love that new attitude. At least he's not just fun-loving now. He's got a new attitude. He's got a new attitude. Mm-hmm. Definitely healing up a little bit on commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, does that that change your pick at all as far as who's winning that ladder match, Steve? Everybody dies. <laughs> you know. There's more than one uh, royal family in pro wrestling, Steve. <laughs> it took me a fair to realize that's what it says at the beginning of Cody's theme. <laughs> Wait, is Cody still your pick? Uh-huh. No. 100%. Cody 100%. is not going to win that thing, 100%. man. 100%. Not a chance. 100%. Not a chance. You're crazy. Nine confidence points. Nine confidence uh, points. My no, head will blow up. I my kid, head will explode. I kid, I kid. There's more. <laughs> What does it say again? I think there's more than one royal family in pro wrestling or something like that. <laughs> oh, I hate his entrance so much. I love Cody so much. It's he he makes it so fun to like give him shit because he's the yeah. he's on the top of the world. What does it matter if we like to poke a little bit of fun? Exactly. People so get really match. upset about it in our comments. They're like, oh, really? talk about Cody like that. Sorry, are you looking to marry him? He's already married. Sorry, you can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> So uh, this is a fun match. At one point, uh, Caster, towards the end, uh, tosses 10 to the second rope. Jack Evans emerges from under the ring, blasts 10 with the boom box, and then Caster covers him for the win. And then uh, Evans makes his way. He, like, nods to Max Caster, makes his way up the stage, outwalks Max, Matt Hardy with, like, a fluorescent green envelope <laughs> written on it. Yeah. Jack Evans, $4,200. What? A, okay, am I missing something with these numbers? 3,700, 4,200. Not that I'm aware of. Why is it so oddly specific? I don't know. I mean, it's just because it's funny. It is. It's hilarious. Rather than 5,000 you know, or 2,500, you know. But it's AEW. Everything. Yeah. I've gotten to know everything means something. I don't know. I don't know. Man. Maybe someone in chat knows. I don't know. Uh, so that brings us to our main event. Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn taking on John Silver and Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Hangman just couldn't wait to, 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 to get his hands on Matt Hardy. He wanted to beat the hell out of him. Uh, he had to wait a little while, though. Uh, he uh, Hangman early on tags himself in. Um, and then uh, Hardy, uh, who was legal uh, for his team, shoves Silver into Page while Page was winding up for a lariat. Page holds up. Uh, Hardy tags in Mark Quinn. Quinn's isolated for a while. And then Hardy eventually uh, side effects Silver on the apron. So they gain the advantage for a bit. Uh, Page gets the hot tag. Uh, he goes on a run uh, until uh, Quinn uh, hits Page. 
Paige responds with Death Valley Driver, tosses Quinn at Hardy's feet and tells Matt to tag in. Instead, mm-hmm. Matt drops off the apron, mm-hmm. pushes Quinn from the apron back into the middle of the <laughs> ring. Uh, Paige goes for a suplex. Quinn escapes that, kicks Paige at the back of the knee. Hardy's in. Now he's ready to go after Paige. Hits a neck breaker, calls for the twist of fate. Paige counters that with a belly to back. He low bridges Quinn out. Silver tags himself in. Spears Hardy falls. If you want to get it's a bunch like of offense in, it's like he's fast motion. Yeah, in like twenty <laughs> seconds, he gets ten moves in. It's insane. And it, he looks like he's going like like they speed up. It's the, the, yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's actually like kind of weird to be on. It is. It's crazy cool, but it also just looks weird because he's so fast. I know. Uh, so he has a bunch of kicks. Brainbuster gets two, uh, and then Quinn drapes Silver over the top rope. Hardy hits a belly to back. Quinn tags in. Hits Silver with missile drop kick. Uh, sends. Silver to his own corner. Page tags in. He and Silver hit a bunch of double team offense. Just in 30 seconds is like five moves. Yeah. Uh, Page hits a buckshot on Quinn for the win. Uh, after the bell, uh, Hardy attacks Page and Silver with the mic. Uh, he's in Page's face, telling, saying, I hate you. This is all a setup. You're not going to make it to the big money match. Dark Order hit the ring. They start beating up Hardy. And then all the heel tag teams from the Battle Royal run out. Huge brawl breaks out. Then all the face tag teams run out and then you have Paige and Hardy beat the middle brawl for a bit and the last team out is Ray Phoenix and Pac now they're not officially announced for this battle royal but considering they came out here and there's one spot open kind of got to assume they're going to be in there yeah it could be could be or it's the good brothers the devil digs I kind of feel like it's a little soon to do good brothers young bucks they're really taking their time with this whole oh yeah young bucks good brothers thing yeah and that was the show it was a lot of fun uh, a couple people are saying they uh, they think they saw them in the graphic. Oh, the Good Brothers, uh, or Pack and Phoenix. Oh, so maybe they are. But just uh, as of this morning, they were not announced. For okay, them. all right. Seemingly, I think they're in the graphic. All right, cool. Uh, let's answer some questions. Sure. I'll uh, bring up this thread here on the Patreon. I want to give so, a shout uh, out to a uh, for like two weeks in a row. Uh, good friendo Dirty Rich has been like, uh, hey, put up the questions, Red. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Thanks. So thank you, Dirty Rich, for thank you, Dirty reminding Rich. me about that. Reminding. Uh, Jorge D, some bits, says, before we start, can anyone of you give a good review of Star Trek Nemesis? Steve, what's your, like, your two-sentence review of Star Trek Nemesis? Oh, man, Tom Hardy is Jean-Luc Picard's clone. Can't go wrong. My only, my only issue with Star Trek Nemesis, I'll make this really quick, is that... Uh, Apparently, there was more stuff filmed and other stuff written that was a bit more inside baseball for true next generation nerds that mm. they like. Like there was a scene where like that they filmed that uh, Wesley Crusher was there that he had like a speaking role. And I think they like took like he, he sort of explained where he was going or something like that. Hmm. And they took that out. Like hmm. they, they said that the uh, the director like was not like not that he didn't like next generation, but he didn't endeavor to like keep up to date on next generation what it was all about Interesting. Um, b- before he made the movie. I'm sure he educated himself in some way, shape or form because there's some hope. of that stuff, but apparently there's a lot more. It's supposed to be more of a love letter to next generation, but I, yeah. I dig that movie. I think it's pretty good. Uh, Patrick Oliva to Shaq keep kayfabe and wear a neck brace at the all-star game. You should. That'd be great. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He should show up like packed it after he lost the cruiserweight. Championship. Yeah. Super upset. Just super yeah. upset. I don't want to talk right now. What, what, you got to grade that dunk there, Sha- Shaq. One. <laughs> Shaq, you're kind of screwing up the dunk contest. I'm going to screw up Cody Rhodes. Uh, Johnny Ralston. Who should Paul White's first match be with, and when should it take place? Well. Lance Archer. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Thurgood says Kevin Nash, maybe. Oh, I'd mark out for Kevin Nash and his brand new knees. That'd be amazing. He's great. 
but I think he's he's loyal to the game, to the click. Yeah, I think Him so. and Scott Hall are never going to go to AEW as long as HBK and Triple H are running things in mm-hmm. NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Rampersad asks, do you think this is the best celebrity match ever? I don't know that I – I mean, it's 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 fun. It was top a lot five. of fun. It was top fun. Five. It might be on the lower, like, the lower part of the top five for me. It's top five for sure. Because, like, McAfee's was really good. Then you also have McAfee's War Games. Um, you have uh, 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 D'Angelo Williams and Impact. D'Angelo Williams and Impact. You got Stephen Amell at All In or Stephen mm-hmm. Amell at SummerSlam, although mm-hmm. probably All In was better. Um, and then uh, Stefan Bonner did one in Impact where I mm-hmm. thought he was pretty damn good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottom class says, no, so no more BS. That was amusing, but I have to say his music was pretty meh. Well, I mean, it's hard to come. You know, there's a follow-up. Yeah, look, the bottom line is you're not going to get a lot. You're not going to get... They do. I do feel like they need to step up their theme music game in AEW. There's some, there, there are some bangers in AEW, but they're kind Ooh. of few and far between. Now, this is a good idea. Uncanny Ironfish says the fourth man is Darby Allen. Sting always gets turned on by the horseman. Yeah, it's true. I saw that earlier too. Uh, people are noting that that was Dark's theme su- theme music. Oh, gotcha. Then all right. I hope they give him something very special. That starts off with "But Who Loves Paul White." No more BS. <laughs> no more BS tonight. Uh, uh, all right. Let's see here. Dog Authority figure Power Rank Jericho's top five tag partners. From any promotion. All right, so uh, Lance Storm number one. Lance Storm's number one. I was gonna, I was gonna go Lance Storm thrill number seekers, one. Seekers number one. The Thrill Seekers, yeah. Um, got the Rock. Yeah, Dwayne. Big Show. Uh-huh. Uh Didn't he win the tag title with Christian? Yes, or at least he was tag partner with Christian. And then, of mm-hmm. course, uh, what was it? Y two AJ Styles or whatever it was. Yeah, Y two AJ. Yeah, Y two AJ. That lasted that like lasted 10 about days. three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Can't get any better in those names. Uh, uh, Sue Ellen or Sue Ellen. Maybe it's Sue Ellen. Yeah, Sue Ellen. That's probably what it is. Uh, please don't tell me they are signing Ryback. Mm-mm. Oh, for the fourth man. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. He could be. No, dude, listen. He could be like the modern day Sid. Like he's the, he's like in the road. They, they need the Spears part. The Spears role needs to be the rotating spot. Listen, you put Cody in there. You have FTR. Those are the guys that are always there. That's the Ric Flair. The Arn and the, I guess the Oli or the Tully, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. guess the well, Tully. I mean, it's two different versions. Yeah. Oli, Oli, who in the original one, Oli was the rotating. He was the original rotating guy. Because after yeah. him, Wyndham came in, right? Yeah, it was like Wyndham and then Luger was there. Sting was there. Tony uh, Roma. Sid, Paul Roma. Paul Roma. Tony Roma. Paul um, Roma. Yeah. 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 Robocop. No, Robocop was there to counter the strength of Sid. Oh, he was right. never, never a member of the Horseman. And then eventually had Malenko, Benoit, Mongo, Jeff Jarrett. Mongo. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Tyga J with the sub. Thank you very much. Yeah, you definitely need, you definitely need, uh, you definitely need the, uh, all right, Hip Hop Hippo says here, uh, Church of Joshi thing for FMW would be great. I don't know anything about it. Love to learn about something new. If we could find a, a, a good source of that stuff, heck yeah. Yeah, be great. Uh, Nicholas Price. Well, yeah, this is YouTube. <laughs> this is YouTube. I mean, if there's good quality stuff we can watch, sure. Nah. <laughs> as long as people can squint and sort of figure out what's going nah. on, it'd be great. Uh, Nicholas Price. Tony Khan decides to do another stadium stampede. Ooh. Which two factions would make the most fun match? The Dark, dark Order's got to be in there. Yes. At this point, the Dark Order is so chock full of personality, you have to have the Dark Order. Well, I guess it'd be Dark Order versus Matt Hardy, Private Party, and TH2. Imagine Jack Evans doing all sorts of crazy stuff in the stadium. Uh, yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be rad. I'd like that a lot. How about this? What about this? The Dark Order versus uh, the Japan side of the women's tournament. I'm telling you, you got to watch that six man tag, the I six do. woman I tag. Do. It was phenomenal. And if you, that would be that that crew right there, those six women would be amazing in a stadium. That'd be pretty cool. That'd, That'd be, be pretty great. cool. Uh, Combat Films Hunter it says also didn't Scott Hall used to say that during your intros? 
Do I have a scoop for you? Yeah, I know. Yep. I feel like the stead the statute of limitations is off. I got to bring back Scott Hall because I really like sure. that one. I got a new scoop for you. <laughs> you might you might think what was it? There's a lot of podcasts out there. <laughs> something <laughs> something like that. I got a scoop for you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do you think uh, Moses poses? Do you think the loser of the big money match will spiral, or will it have a different payoff? Will spiral? Or a uh, yeah, I would think so because I would think Matt uh, Matt Hardy, if he loses, is going to start trying to siphon even more money off of uh, private party. That would be hilarious. That would be absolutely hilarious. Uh, Jonathan, what if the other former horseman, Sting, brings in Darby in the flare role with Tully's group of Spears and FTR as the other three new horsemen? Who's the flare? Darby? Darby. No, I like Cody. Yeah, Cody's got the the Cody's got more of an old school feel. Yeah. And that fits it with FTR. And like totally. the private jet guy? Absolutely mm-hmm. it's Cody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is another family. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> There is another royal family in pro wrestling. I think. There's, There's more than one. More than one royal family in pro wrestling. There's I think more than one, but less than five families in pro wrestling. Somewhere in the top five of royal families in pro wrestling. <laughs> what is greater than or less than five royal families in wrestling? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How about Ukai? Did you see Akaro Shida's suit? She could be Ric Flair. How about yeah. she? She's the leader of the yeah. New Horsemen. How great would that be? That'd be great. Uh, Geo Gant Art, a Hall of Fame worthy wrestler, sounds like a wrestler not currently in the Hall of Fame. He was, yeah, Hall of Fame caliber wrestler or something like that. He I said. like how when they say Hall of Fame, they're referring clearly to the WWE Hall WWE of Fame. WWE one, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish like, they should be referring to the Going In Raw Hall of Fame. Totally. Cal Jack. Cal, they're bringing in Cal. Two time. Uh, Two time. Cal Jack. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, ooh, great question. Steve Klein, which match is going to steal the show on Sunday? Oh, it's going to be the death match. <laughs> Did we even talk about Miro's promo tonight? Miro had a promo tonight? <laughs> Hold on a second. I wrote this down. Where is it? I thought I caught everything. I stepped away for a little bit. I didn't know I missed a Miro promo. The only time I stepped away was what, during Max Caster's entrance, I thought. What the hell? There was a Miro promo last There he week. is. Okay, it was after 10 versus Max Caster. How would I miss that? Uh, it was quick. It was very quick. All it right, wasn't in the say? ring. It was a video. And it was just, uh, it was just, uh, everyone who wants Miro to stop playing games will get their wish. Like, he, he, okay. ta- he talked a little bit longer than that, but it was all pretty generic stuff. He was trying to be serious, Miro. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Phoenix down asks, what's Jeff Hardy's contract situation like? He just re-signed, I think. Oh, yeah, here we go. Maggie has the, the, the larger quote. Thank you, Maggie. Said He said he was going to give the people what they want, and he was going to get serious, and then he spoke in, Bul- in uh, Bulgarian. Okay. <laughs> and he said, game's over. Okay. Well, hopefully uh, he and Kip lose. Kip eats that pin. He turns on Kip. Yeah, game, exactly. He's not playing games with Kip anymore. Uh, bottom classes. So, how many face heel turns can Paul White knock out in AEW before he retires? I think he's probably going to try to buck that trend. I think he's probably yeah, going to just so. play it straight. I mean, he already kind of poked fun at it mm-hmm. tonight. So, um, let's see. We talked about that. <laughs> Sorry, the way this is phrased is funny. Tim Killer Whalen says, "Why did it look like Shaq was crying the whole match? He literally did have tears at one point. I think his eyes were irritated at something. I don't know what it was." Mm-hmm. Lots of wind out there. Uh, Flat says, respectfully, if the new horsemen are going to be a top heel stable, it has to be Kenny leading it. Mm-mm, no, man. Cody. Cody can be a bad guy. People loved Ric Flair anyways. He was the guy that I all hated and loved to hate. And that's kind of us with Cody. <laughs> uh, the rain trigger. Uh, which AEW wrestler do you think will be the first to join a new Japan faction? Ooh, that's a great question. That is a great question. An AEW wrestler is going to be the first to join a New Japan faction. I want to see Matt Hardy join uh, Taguchi Japan. 
Oh, that's actually good. I like that. I want to see Karo Shida join Los Ingobernables. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, because she had that Naito suit on. Yeah. Uh, Adrian C. with a bold prediction. If Larson picks Cody, Steve wins predictions. I kind of feel like that's going to be the case. Everybody dies. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, I'm done with the pay, with the Patreon. Questions. Oh, there's a few more over here. Okay, uh, flats. Any issue with seemingly all the baby faces standing tall tonight? Uh, it gave me a bit of pause as far as go home math, because Sting and Darby stood tall. Young Buck stood tall. Oh, Matt Hardy totally stood tall though. Yeah, when he it did. came he to did. the one on one, he yeah he's totally losing that yeah. match. Oh yeah, totally. Um, the Young Bucks and Inner Circle. I have a hard time believing Inner Circle is going to win that match. Yeah, same here. A real hard time, but at the same time, you yeah, they didn't really get their their revenge for Papa Buck on. But man, I don't know. That's a really good point. Like if Santana, if, if the idea of Santana getting on the mic was, I'm the guy who masterminded the Papa Buck attack. Then the Young Bucks' motivation now, their goal is to get the guy who got their dad. Mission accomplished because they put them through tables. At that point, like now they're not really that, that, that motivation, that story beat has been told. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, tonight, because it was Santana's idea, so he got put through a table, he and Ortiz, but the ones who actually executed the plan, Jericho and MJF, Really haven't got their full comeuppance yet. Yeah, and they don't cut a promo like that and then lose at the next pay-per-view. No. 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 Uh, Marpin Ravioli, is AEW doing too many surprises debuts? Surprises are great, but it feels like AEW is building to surprises. Eventually, it has to reach a point of diminishing returns, right? There's only so many surprises you can have. Yeah. Yeah. They would. They Look, in, in a couple of years... There, look, it's going to be interesting in a couple of years when more WWE contracts come to pass. I was thinking about this tonight. <clears throat> One guy that we've always said is going to be thoroughly WWE for life, Seth Rollins. Hasn't he done like everything there and seems this whole like, you know, look, the Embrace the Vision stuff is great. It's not the weightiest thing in the world. And I don't know like when he's going to, he could be back in the title scene at any time. And I think him and Roman could be a really fun thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm because we haven't explored those guys in their current characters against mm-hmm. each other. But man, I don't know, three years from now, Seth Rollins and AEW. I he think wants a new challenge. Seth Rollins yeah. goes to new Japan. Cause he wants a new challenge. Oh boy. That'd be cool. Uh, Jorge D we all know it's going to happen. So what is Sean Spears new gimmick going to be in a month after this one? Oh, wow. Yeah. I was, I was, I, I was hoping he'd put that glove back on. Yeah. He, I think what a perfect idea for him to be in a faction. He yeah. needs to be in a faction. Yeah. Uh, White Brownie says, with how good Shaq and Jade were along with strong lead-in, this episode is one million guaranteed, right? Nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. Everybody dies. Broken Wheelchair says, what do you prefer at a pay-per-view? A feel-good ending where the babyface wins or a great angle where the heel wins, gaining even more heat? So in my opinion, it depends on the level of pay-per-view and the story being told. Yeah, it's all about the story. If it's like... A double or nothing. Let's say double. Uh, let's say all out happens in September, like it usually mm-hmm. does, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've built up Hangman to the point where it's his time to mm-hmm. win that title, and Kenny's the guy to give it up to him. You don't just keep it on Kenny for the sake of getting more heat, because you'll kill Hangman. Mm-hmm. Um, if the story progresses naturally, where you got the climax, you've got the crescendo. That has to happen. Yeah. So it all depends on the story being told. And to a degree, the level, like if All Out is their WrestleMania, if that's mm-hmm. established as their as their big show, well, well. then I think, yeah, you, you, give them, you, you send them home happy. Yeah. Yeah, it all depends on the stories they're telling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian C., Power Rank, NBA player, wrestling performances, Rodman, Malone, and Shaq. Well, Shaq's number one. I thought he had the best performance of the three of them. I'd probably go Shaq, Rodman, Malone. I would probably go, what? Rodman above Malone. Remember, Malone was pretty damn good. I would have got a diamond cutter. I'd go Malone number one, Shaq number two, and Rodman number really? three. Yeah. Oh, I think you Shaq I'm, went through Shaq went through a table, dude. Yeah, I mean, look, that's cool and everything. Rodman was actually a pretty good wrestler. 
I'm, I'm sorry, Malone was a pretty good. Rodman wasn't bad either. Don't, no, know. he wasn't. But no, I put Malone up there. Malone was cool. Anyways, that's going to do it for us for now. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more questions. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.